welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. What's going on, everyone? This is CEO of Destiny, new episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about what it means to understand Kingdom Destiny. So Kingdom Destiny, uh, we all know that Destiny is basically the expected outcome or the results, the reason why a person lives, the effect that you've had upon the planet. So in this episode, I want to cover a few basics about what our Kingdom Destiny is in a general sense. So I laid out some specifics about 11 facts that you need to know about your own destiny in a previous episode. But in this episode, I want to open up the general overarching destiny of humanity. So humanity was put on the planet by the Father. The Father birthed us all on the planet. It's the whole reason for the podcast and the understanding of how we optimize based off of Matthew 25, that which was given to us. So our talents and abilities, and we know that talent there was talking about monetary sense that he gave people an ability and he put a amount of resources within our hands and then he gave it to us based upon our ability and desire to see that we would optimize that. Now, if we took the framework and we looked at what the overarching cause and reason why he made humanity is it it's found in genesis and i like looking in genesis because it literally is the book of origins it's the book of that gives us the reason or the original intent and so you look at those first two chapters in particular and we're able to see an amazing picture of why god designed us and the father really designed every human on the planet for a specific reason and most likely when we ask the question and the question is posed to us as to why we're here I'm sure our good Sunday school answer is because we are going to worship God or give God glory. And I definitely believe that is our foundation and that's our core, that the expression of worship that we live uh, comes out by how we uh, give God honor in our lives. And I believe that worship is a lifestyle. Yet, when you look in Genesis 1, verse 26 in particular, the verse says, and then Elohim said, or God said, let us make man in our image and according to our likeness and let them have dominion over several areas, the fish, the birds, the sky, the creeping things and the beast of the field. And basically five areas are laid out in that passage. Now, I think it's tremendous that first off, the reason that he said that he created humanity was to be made in the image and likeness of him, which means that uh, we were made to be rulers We were made to be governors. We were made to be stewards. And he said, let them have dominion. Psalms 115 verse 16 declares that the heavens, even the highest heavens, belong to the Lord. But the earth he has given to the sons of men. So the heavens belong to God. God himself, he sits in the heavens. And of course, that is more of a metaphor because we know that God fills the heavens. He's inexhaustible. He's unlimited. He's infinite. And he is Uh, more amazing than we can imagine. It says even the angels are longing to look into the things that God is doing. They don't know all the activity of God. They only know the things that he reveals about himself. So I think it's powerful that we realize that he just gives us heaven as a point for us to reference that it's like a, it would be like trying to explain the internet to an ant. So he can't, he can't actually fit in the heaven. He's bigger than the heavens, but he's like 
This is where I centralize my power. My throne is there. I consolidate my power, and it's the point that you can look to. Beyond the earth and the skies, there is a realm where I centralize. There's a home nation and a territory where all my power is centralized. And like any good king, he desired to extend his kingdom. He, decide, he decided to extend his heavenly, invisible country and realm that is more realer than what we see because the word declares that that which is visible was made by that which was invisible. And he decided to extend that country into the colony called Earth. So Earth was made for itself to be inhabited. He wanted it to be filled up with sons and daughters that would be in his image and in his likeness and that we would have rulership over the resources of the planet. And I believe that he wanted to export the culture of heaven out throughout the planet, that the planet would look like the first place that he planted humans in. In Genesis 2, it talks about he planted a garden east in Eden. And that word Eden has several meanings, but the primary one that we could look at is the presence. So he wanted the presence of God, the, the, the spot, the moment, the specific time where there was a open communication between humans and him, unhindered. There was no altars, there were no sanctuaries, there were no synagogues, there were no mosques, there were no temples. There was nothing that would look a religious on the surface. As a matter of fact, worship is not mentioned until later in the book when it comes to Abraham or Abram, but early on there is no mention of that word worship. So there was a place in time that when time began where God had intimate fellowship with humans. So we were made to have communion and fellowship with him, common union. Genesis uh, 2 declares how he would walk in the cool of the day with us. That uh, That is actually found in Genesis 3 when the fall takes place after Genesis 3.15 and beyond. Uh, when God comes first looking for humanity after the treasonous act of eating the fruit and rebelling. When they ate of the tree and they rebelled, God shows up and he says, where are you? And the implication is that this was something that he looked forward to was the walk that he would have with his son and his daughter in the presence, in Eden. And so the general sense of why we're here is we're put on the planet to be made in his image and his likeness and to colonize the earth, to make it a cultural haven and a colony of what heaven would look like. So the things that heaven has, the peace, the beauty, the prosperity, the abundance, the lack of scarcity, the place where everyone has a role, where there's an interdependence, where there is love, where there is no tears, where there is uh, just what we would say harmony. Um, I think the uh, version that people try to make of it without God would be what humans would call utopia. But it is literally this paradise, and he desired that he would have the planet to be that way. So in a general sense, if you're looking at your life, I looked at my life when I was younger, and I did not know this. So therefore, I found myself hitting a lot of walls because how I defined success was based upon what was put in front of me. Was it the American dream? Was it that I would have 2.5 children, um, a two-car garage, a house and a job and a wife and a picket fence. That dream that was sold by Fannie Mae back in the day that was taken from a, a, a person who wrote that was a philosopher, commentator, and, and talked about the American dream, this concept of having this job that affords you these things, cars and vehicles and, and nice things. Well, 
beyond that, that has left a lot of people empty. We've seen the markets go up and down and explode. And so if you don't have something that is centering you beyond that, that says, what am I here for? What is put inside of me? What does success mean? And I believe that success is found in John 17, when Jesus was talking back to the Father and he said, Father, I have brought you glory by doing the work that you gave me to do. So I believe that this is why we're here. We are here to do a specific work and a specific assignment. Every single one of us has that ability. And if we connect back to the source, that's what Father means is source, then we can get an understanding of what our specific assignment is. What is the grace that you're carrying? What is the abilities that you're carrying? Have you done an inventory? Have you looked at what people come around you for the most? Have you looked at the demand that's put upon you? Have you looked upon where it is that you seem to be flourishing and your energy seems to almost be generated from when you're engaged in this activity or this labor? You can't get exhausted. There is something that is just like natural resources. I believe human resources are below the surface and we have to drill down for them. And I believe that's what the connection, when we yield our life to the Lord, it's the reason why you're listening to this podcast. You might be someone who has yet to acknowledge. You haven't yet acknowledged that Jesus is the king and he is the owner and that he rightfully purchased everybody back with his own precious blood and his perfect life that was sold out to the Father. If that's you, um, you're listening, I want you to listen on and I want you to listen with an open heart, with an objective heart, and you might reject everything that's being said, but for others that are listening with the intent of saying, how do I take this word that I'm reading and how do I apply it? How do I transform the environment that's around me? Well, here's the general blueprint. The general blueprint is we were made to be in the image and likeness of God, like many emperors upon the planet. We were made to be like the Heavenly Father, and that when all creation would see us, they would see the beauty and the radiance of our King. They would see uh, us being the light of the world. You are the revelation of the governing systems. You are the salt or the preservative and the purifier and the seasoning of the terrestrial plane of the earth. That this is a beautiful duty that we have, that we're on the planet to bestow beauty upon the planet and to unearth the bounty that's here. There's so much bounty. There's so much that is available to us. I mean, you look at whole cities emerging in the middle of a desert. And I believe that that greatest resource we have is our mind. And once we activate our minds, we connect to the Father and we get reconnected to our source. He will show us the things that have hindered us, the limitations, the bottlenecks, the constraints, the Second Corinthians 4 that talks about veils, the veils that have been put on our mind by our adversary and our opponent, that great ancient serpent um, who is supposed to be under the authority of the king. And we're supposed to take the authority of the word and uh, speak it out and believe it and exercise it so that we can take charge of that which was in our sphere of influence so the greatest amongst us will be the servant of all this episode was meant to cover and to rediscover or to take another look back at why we were made i know you might think that you were made because you were going to sing songs to god well that's great if you are a singer then glorify him even if you're not a singer it says sing a new song unto the lord i love to sing to the lord others around me may not like it when i like to sing but i do like to sing so you know it's not something i'm trying to take up as a professional career but i do enjoy doing it especially when it comes to singing the songs that seem to bring glory and honor to god for yourself though I look around and I see so many people competing for what they think is scarce resources. 
We've been taught scarcity. We've been taught lack. We've been taught that there's a limited amount. We've been taught that you've got to fight for your place because someone has your place. And we read, do not be troubled in another episode in John 14, where he says, in my father's house are many dwelling places. In the father's house, he has a specific dwelling place. If it were not so, I would not have told you. Trust in God. Trust also in me. This is our king talking to us and reminding us, this is our big brother, this is our savior, our master. This is the father speaking to us and saying that if we trust in him and we trust in his son, that there is a place for us. We don't have to compete with a scarcity-based mindset. We don't have to think in terms of lack. We can think in terms of abundance. We can think in terms of uh, Psalm 24, verse 1, that the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. We can renounce the power and the fear that makes us think that money has power. We can say that there is abundance available to us if we could reconnect to the source, that the resources are exactly that. They're resources. They take us back to the source. They put us in a place where we say, source, will you reveal your channels of provision? How do you want to provide today? Do you want to provide through my job? Do you want to provide through the business that I've created? Do you want to provide through the opportunities of good services and labor and things that value that I can create and things that I can exchange with others? This is something that lies before us. What's in your house? What's available for you? So the general sense and the recap of why we made this episode is to encourage you and to inspire you to recognize that you were put here to have mastery, to take charge, to exert power and authority, to not be put in a place where you are being ruled over. And this is why people hate it when someone tells them what to do. Because uh, one of the things that were laid out in the Great Commission or the, not commission, the Dominion Commission, but I believe it connects to the Great Commission, is that there was no people listed as things to rule over. He did not tell us to rule over one another. So we hate being ruled over by people. And as a result of that, we see that people hate their jobs. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of stress produced. One, one survey by the uh, Department of Labor back in 2003, of course I need more recent reports, had listed up to 70% of people as not enjoying the job that they had, not enjoying the work that they were engaged in. So how do we reverse engineer this? How do we get a level of self-awareness to do an inventory and to go back to the source and say, Father, where am I out of position? Because peace uh, brings uh, comfort. Or there's disorder attracts chaos and confusion, but order attracts resources, order attracts the peace of, uh, of, of being aligned and being in perfect sync. It's that shalom that comes to us when we're doing what we're supposed to do, when we're planted right where we're supposed to be, when we're abiding in the vine and the vine is abiding in us. So take a look for yourself. Do an inventory of yourself. I want to ask you that question today. Give me some feedback. Go ahead and leave a review, but tell me what your thoughts are. Do you feel that you're in touch with the original mandate? For myself, I had to recognize what my area of gifting was. And once I rediscovered my area of gifting, I was able to see that there's where the power was lying for me. There was the dormant latent ability. It was in my ability. That was my, my influence was my gift, the gift that I had. He said, this is the gift that I've given you of communication. This is the gift I've given you of instruction. Why are you sitting it on it instead of taking it and exporting it to others? How can you serve others? How can you give it away for free? How can you sharpen and refine it? How can you get around others that are exercising something similar, but they've refined it and sharpened it and honed it? What can you do to deliver value to others? 
How can you be a blessing to others? How can you bless me with your gift? This is questions that are posed for you. What are the ways that you can bless, first off, the Father by sanctifying your gift and setting it apart for his usage, and then others that are around you? And if you don't know what your gift is, have you asked anyone recently what it is that you do well? Have you done some reflection on the were, how things were for you as a child. Maybe you had a tumultuous child. I don't know where childhood. I don't know where you're listening from, and I don't know your story. But I know that we have a source who can reveal to us all things. The Bible says, if we lack wisdom, ask of the Father who gives liberally. So you may have came from an abusive. You may have been in oppression. You might be in a nation where you were not allowed to dream as a child. But I'm asking you to go back to the dream giver and say, Father, would you open up my eyes? Would you remove the pain? And would you reveal? So I'm gonna pray that for us before we get out of here. Father, I thank you for your love for every single person listening. Man, woman, child, old, young, it doesn't matter. Uh, there are no geographic borders to how you can reach people. And I'm asking right now that you open eyes, that you would cause for hearts to be reinfused with joy and the dignity that comes from the understanding of why they're here. Would you would reveal their destiny? Would you reveal their gift and their talent and their ability that you've deposited in them? Would you show them how to activate it? Would you show them what is in their hand that they may not have thought was there for them to use? And Father, I also break off fear and confusion and the the, the false concepts of lack and scarcity. And I ask that you'd open up the eyes of everyone to see that you are the father of abundance. You are the source that has all things. You are El Shaddai, the multi-breasted, all-sufficient one. And we need not worry, but all we have to do is trust in you, believe in you, and trust in your son, and then we can see a harvest that is meant for us. So CEO of Destiny, sign it off. I hope you enjoyed this. Go ahead and drop us a line. Give us insight on how we can improve. What, some, what are some of the topics you'd like to discuss? What are some areas that you're struggling in? I'm all ears. Until next time, shalom. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.